Welcome to the Fitz Life Unfiltered Podcast with Kim and Jamie Fitzpatrick, former employees turned successful online entrepreneurs, speakers, parents, and couple. Thank you for tuning in. We know your time is valuable, and their goal is to help you live abundantly, provide value and tips on achieving physical, mental, spiritual, and financial wealth while navigating this crazy-ass thing we call life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hey, hey. Hey, hey, we are back. <laughs> you know that you know where that pause was? Kim's trying to measure the distance from the mic. We just got a little uh, little tutorial on how close to the mic. See, when I get right into the mic, it sounds super deep. <laughs> Guys, voice. I want to tell you something. Tell us. So it, this does, and I always want to preface that at some way, what we talk about will tie into our topic of our podcast. But maybe, yesterday, maybe most times, <laughs> it, or we will put, we will make it tie in in a background way. But yesterday, uh, Jamie and I, he, I have this issue with people telling me what to do. So yesterday, <laughs> but I'm okay with like an outsider. Tell, that's an expert telling me what to do. But if Jamie tells me, he's like, and yesterday he mouths things. So I don't understand it. Well, I mouth, I don't mouth things. I mouth things because we were recording a podcast and I was like, I was trying to signal, <laughs> I was trying to signal to Kim, Hey, get closer to the mic. Cause if you move away from the mic, it starts to sound like this and I'm like, get in deep. So it's a, and it like was a trigger for you. I was so guys, we had to stop recording. Cause I was like, <laughs> what are you trying to say to me? And here's what I want to share. And the reason why I brought this up today, because I think it is so important as we walk in our journey of self-awareness, as we walk in our journey, can you of, get closer to the mic, please? I'm no, I'm like a fist away. I'm measuring it now. I have, a, I'm very much a visual learner. So when I have this, like, it has to be a fist away. Now I'm like, I got this cue. But here's what I want to share: when you are, when you have a habit of reacting a certain way, and I say reacting because that's what that is. That's not responding. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between reacting and responding. And responding is typically done with grace and love. And compassion and understanding. Especially when it's your spouse. And reacting is based from a trigger response. Reacting is when, oh, now I need to fix this. This is so awful. What did I do wrong now? And that pulls me right into victim. So that's one thing I want to share with you is like, and let's, let's just talk about this as a married couple. So you know that things like that trigger me. So something you could probably do to help enhance our communication is, 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 is maybe educate kindly rather than just being bossy. Cause I, this is part of what we want to talk about today is how you become yourself and how you become your best version of yourself. And for me, for me, I feel like I've been constantly. Where, where, where are you going here? I, where no, going? I've been like, I'm just like, let me ride with this. Cause I know where I'm going, but I just want to like, sure. let me ride with this for five seconds. For me, I have a lot of times in my life felt like I'm either been too much or too loud or too shiny, or I'm doing something wrong. And then when someone that I love is then telling me that I'm doing something wrong, or Mm. that's how I feel, or that's how I interpret it. It's not healthy for our marriage because I get mad at you because I'm like, F you, dude, I'm good. What's wrong? Why are you pulling? Why are you calling me out again? Versus it being a constructive learning experience. And I don't know whether that makes sense for you, 
but it makes sense for me as I'm trying to kind of straddle out emotions and learning and we work together and we live together and we're raising children together and we're married and it's all a lot. Well, what you just said, what you just said makes sense to interpret for me because I had a little light bulb there when you were like, God, when you were, (laughs) no, but we also like, (laughs) like when you, when you hear something and when you, when you react to something, you actually don't hear what's being said. Responding is when you actually hear what's being said and you respond. But when you react to something, you're reacting to just what's happening, not the actual words. Because I think when I told you to get close to the mic, I, I wouldn't even, I'd even make a sound. So it wasn't like I was saying, get your dick. Like I wasn't being mean, but I think you interpreting that like, oh, someone's going to tell me, correct me on something. They're going to tell me I'm doing something wrong. That's how your interpretation of it, where I think there's only so many ways you can tell someone to, hey, babe, just get close to the mic so that you, it sounds better. Well, that was better. You know, but here's what I want to share. It's like, <laughs> How do you think I said it? Honestly, you were aggressively. Oh my, I was, this is the thing. I, because the we were story I told myself. Be, yeah. Well, that's, story, but that's what I mean. The story I told myself. And I'm sure that a lot of women listening today can relate to the stories you tell yourself when, whether it be your spouse or a partner or and this is a the, friend. This is the best example because I wasn't even verbalizing anything because we I wish we were live right now. I could show you what he did. Because this is the best example, because we were actually recording the podcast, so I couldn't say anything, but you took it, even as me mouthing to you, hey, get closer, you, you, it triggered you a little bit. Oh, I was, I was off my game and it was like. So we can kind of agree. I wasn't being mean because I, how do you. you're not mean. It was just how I think we can approach each other. In a more communic in a in a in a in, in a better is, way to communicate. Hmm. So is what I think. <laughs> I would I would say you're getting you're getting some couples therapy right here today. I would say though, I'm pretty calm, mild mannered. Whenever I speak out of the blue to you or what it's pretty, it's totally. pretty mild. I'm, I'm never like demanding no. or saying you have to do this. Like you're this, my but, perfect but that's, match for me. But that's kind of what you that's know. what I hear, though. That's no, but that's that's, the I'm glad you said that. <laughs> that's the story I hear. But but that's what that is the whole point about what I literally it does tie into today talking about the stories you're telling yourself will actually dictate the relationships you have. Yeah, the stories and how you respond to your children, to your job. You know, I was listening to this amazing, amazing IGTV. Oh gosh, I got to get his name up. But today he's like, if you tell yourself you're tired, you are going to be perpetually tired. Sure. If you tell yourself that you're not tired, you're going to be, you're, you're, you're made of miracles. Like things are amazing. I'm going to keep on going that you're going to start to believe those things too. Right. And I think in our, in our marriage and in how our communication needs to go and how my self communication needs to go, because I know for me, when I feel off or I feel frustrated or I feel attacked, let's say that's like Mm -hmm. attacked, like not physically, but just like, you know, with it immediately puts me back. It reverts me back into this little girl Mm. and this little girl inside that didn't get a lot of love. And, and that scares me and it makes me uncomfortable and it makes me want to, I could cry right now thinking about it because, you know, I really believe as, as humans that are experiencing this, this, this human experience, how human of you, 
right? How human of you for this inner child, this little girl that just wants to be loved, Mm -hmm. just wants to be accepted, just wants to feel okay. Like that's stuff that we had. That's why we have to really go based on our facts. And that's why we were just chatting about what is the story you're telling yourself versus the fact, right? And this is a great, simple example. It's like, you know, are you losing your mind when someone asks you to do something or is it like, what, what's the trigger point there? What's happening? Right. Do you know, you know, where Kim and I, we like, we, we never, I would call this going off the rails. Um, we, the good part about our, the good part about our marriage, are you looking at my fancy boots? <laughs> what? Aren't they sexy? You're so cute. <laughs> Did you just say I'm so cute? Well, that's nice. <laughs> she's laughing. She looked at, what are you laughing at? Cause I'm turning, I'm, I, I have to tell you so my fashion sense. I, I can, I can, I can dress up, but I'm slowly turning into a grandpa. Like it's happening. I'm wearing, I'm wearing gray sweatpants with big snow boots on. <laughs> I'm very comfortable. And guys, he's got his little hands crossed in his <laughs> like lap. A, like a little and, opa. And like an got, opa. And he's got his little feet crossed. Like, you're, you're actually the cutest thing. And you know, when I bring things back to go, I interrupted you. I don't even know. Because I'm, I'm talking as we're going here, right? I'm trying to keep my voice nice and deep and sexy up close to the mic. And she's giving me the, the, the upsy downsy look. She's like looking, looking me up, looking. I'm like, well, what are you doing right now? And I was looking at her. She's like, oh, you're so cute. She's saying that because I look elderly, literally well, look like an old man. Guys, when when Jamie ha- had his cardiac arrest happen for him, and no, you need to hear this story. Sometimes I'm, I say to are Kim, I'm like, okay, we don't, have, no, we don't have to talk everyone, about the cardiac arrest. Everyone needs to hear what happened oh, after the cardiac arrest, guys. He had no. He had no short-term memory. I thought we talked. Did we not talk about this already? So he was literally, I caught a glimpse of like, okay. Like a little child. Yes. So I worked for years in living uh, with with people living with Alzheimer's and dementia. Right. So for years, I was a professional at Mm. helping people meet them where they were at. Well, for one whole week, Jamie would just be slowly getting his pieces of his memory back and and this reminds me of that because oh. you're sitting there just like he always had his little hands in. He did what he was told. The doctors would come in. He's like, okay, okay. You know, and you just had zero short-term memory. Like well, you didn't know, you didn't even know you had a heart attack. You didn't, you were shocked every four seconds. There's video. There's video my brother took. So when they came in after and they were, they were explaining to me what happened. Right. Cause you, I don't, I, to this day, I don't remember anything. And they would, they would. So the first time I woke up and they told me the story and, you know, my brother and sister and you were giving me the details for the first time. Right. So that first time they told the story, you know, it was probably like they're telling me for 20 minutes, half hour going through the details of what happened. I was like, holy cow. Well, my short term memory was literally gone. And about 30 seconds after they would tell me the story, I would say I would ask them. What, what am I here for? Why am I mm-hmm. here? And they would tell the story again. And it literally went on and on. And I guess they had to tell me 10, 20 times. And by, by like the 20th time, you know, the first time they told me after I wake up, they're all like going through the details. Well, Jamie, you had a cardiac arrest. And by the, by the 20th time I'm, I asked them like, what happened to me? They're just like, you had a heart attack. You're fine. You're in the hospital. You're good. Let's go. Like, Cause yeah. they were telling the story over and over again. Totally. And what, what we ended up, so what I ended up seeing happen, honestly, is like he, <laughs> Jamie also like, 
he he basically somehow tore I left. Nose off. He tore his nose off from this little piece of skin because he had just didn't know what he was doing. Well, who taped that to my nose? Oh well, you had to have it taped to your nose because you kept going. So I left his brother Mike in charge, and I'm like, Mike, I'm gonna go have a shower. You're in charge. You can't leave Jamie alone in the bathroom. You can't leave him alone. Like I would drive you crazy because going you to, did you know I was trying to pick you it would off? Pick your nose off, and you would just you you were looking at yourself, and you had all these wires on, and you were just like very curious. You were mm. like a three year old, very yeah. curious, but also the sweetest, the sweetest version of you. So sometimes <laughs> when I get like, what does so, that mean? No, like you're always sweet, but you were just like this cute little kid. That's what it looked like. Really? It was just like you just were adorable, and it's like so I just keep going back to that when I get frustrated. I just, first of all, remember you're here. Mm, yeah. Number two, I remember that you are here with capacity. Yeah. And when our doctor came in the third day, he was trying to prepare me for how I was going to cope with my my husband who had no memory. Yeah. Um, that could have been our lives, right? Yeah. So, and and the, we're just on a tangent now, but, but you sitting that way reminded me it sparked a memory of mm. your true essence. And your true essence is this youthful, childlike, wondrous, hmm. happy, joyful, inquisitive, uh, humble. That's it. That's in, my, what I, in my in my best state, you're saying. In your best, yeah. But you were in your best state because mm. you had no worries. You had no access right. to your phone. You didn't even know you had one. You didn't even know we had a social media. Business. At one point, it was about three in the morning. I was laying right beside him. I never left his side. We we are surrounded by a village, and our neighbors were able to help with our kids. And like, mm -hmm. there was such a beaut. Like the kids actually sometimes say, "Oh, that was the best week of my life." And I'm like, "What?" what? <laughs> and they're like, because of the love they got mm -hmm. from there was no displacement. They were with. Their best friends. They were next door to our house. I was able to see them every, like it was, they knew you were safe. They yeah. knew you were safe, but I'll never forget. It was the night it was at night and it was about three in the morning and I got a tap firm tap on my shoulder. Where are the children? I was like, Oh my God, he knows we have kids. Yes. Okay. The, they were worried about my memory. Obviously. We were super worried about your memory. You're like where, and you didn't say their names, but you knew the children, you knew they were the children. And then three minutes later, tap, 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 tap. Where are the children? And then we did that for like two oh hours gosh. and it was fine though, because I just didn't care, yeah. you know? And anyway, so my point to this long, our long segue in this is just like, you're here, you're good. And I hope that that can also be a reminder to those that may be frustrated by the little things, the little nuances or sure. the things that trigger, you know, you as a, as a couple or in marriage. And, and again, we are far from anyone to give advice. No, so this no. isn't advice. This is just our experience. And, you know, I've had to grow a lot. I've had to grow a lot we, we in, both have, but honestly of owning my shit, Yeah, owning my shit. Like I know how many times like we've been in a fight and I'm like, fine, fine, fine. Go find someone else. And then I'm like, <gasps> I remember a therapist saying, yeah, you have you, said that before. Do you want that? I had no, I had a therapist said, Ooh. but do you want that? I'm like, no. She's like, then stop saying it. I was like, Okay. She's like, cause you, you are what you say. Mm. You are what you create. You are what you think. So you're either going to repeat, you have the best marriage or you won't. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that was mine. That was, that was huge. Right. It's like, and I think the root of that though, was me just wanting to know you loved me. Mm -hmm. The root of that was me wanting you to fight for me. Yeah. The root of that was you being like, don't be ridiculous, which she says 
you said that every time. You're like, of course. And I just love you for it because it made me feel so much better, even though it was so stupid. With what? No, when I was like, fine, go find someone else. Oh. And it's so silly. But it's like, I'm sure we can all relate to that. And I haven't said that in a really long time because, yeah. But anyway, there's a bit of a segue in some some real talk about marriage and real talk about stuff. And that comes down to my own insecurity. That yeah. comes down to how I view myself, how I view my essentialism in our marriage, how I view how essential I am in your life. And mm. and here's the thing, guys, you, it is not up to you to know whether or not you're making your partner super happy. Yeah. That, that, that isn't, you're never going to figure that part out. You just have to do, you have to literally be your best version. And what does that mean to you? What does it mean to show up in your best version and, you know, to help out around the house more? And I was, I saw this research study, actually, it was just um, a husband decided to pick up around the house more and he didn't say anything to his wife. He didn't claim it. He just started to help to pick up around the house a little bit more. And, you know, the next day, the few days went by and the wife's like, oh, well, I'm going to go clean up the bedroom. I'm going to go like make this. And all of a sudden, because of the behavior of the two of them, because one noticed the other was just like starting to help out more. You don't have to label it all. Mm -hmm. You don't have to claim it all. If you want to do a change, just start doing little changes. But here's the thing. And I think this is the kicker. And this is what I learned about myself for us is that it's not always even and you can't keep score. Mm. And if you keep keeping score, well, I did this. You didn't. Resentment. Right? It is just going to lead to. So stop keeping score in in the battle yeah. of like of it. Because I know we did that for a long time. And I really believe like. Do we you have think so? our, No, no. But like we have our. I used to keep score. Really? Oh. Did you not know that? No. <laughs> no. But I think that again, that was like, well, I did this and I did this. And do you remember how I used to go on and on about my martyr list? Yeah. How hard I've worked? Yeah. God, that's exhausting. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I used to do that. And that is me really understanding. I chose this. I prayed for, mm -hmm. I prayed for this relationship and the work it takes. I prayed for our children. I prayed for, I prayed for the businesses we have. Mm -hmm. I prayed for that fullness. Yeah. Right. And I don't know. What's your take on that? No, you, you pray for it, but you got to be grateful for the tough times too. Cause that's, that's. That's where you learn. And it sounds cliche to say that's where you grow. But I mean, that's, that's, that's why you challenge yourself as a human being. If, if I, th I think if we were made to just sit on the couch all day and not do anything and not challenge ourselves, I don't think that's what we're here for. I don't, I don't think that's what we were created for. I really always have believed that we're here to be challenged and we're here to fight through those things and grow. And it doesn't matter what religion you believe in or reincarnation or anything like that. But I think, I think being here, having the privilege, having the privilege to be on this earth and, you know, having to fight those other billion sperm cells when you're, you're trying to um, make your way to be the one <laughs> that came out of that whole sperm battle. Like, Siri, if you really think about it that way, Billy, you, you, the first thing you did is you beat out billions of other, is, are they, is it sperms? I don't know. What's the science there? Mm -hmm. Thanks. I like, but was it another term? No, I think that's what it is. <laughs> Both of us are like, we're not, we're not scientists. But like the first thing you ever did was win a big contest. The first thing you ever did was you made it to the finish line over all those billion other organisms and stuff. And uh, you're here for a reason. 
And I really, I, I've always believed that is to maximize your potential. And that's going to come with a lot of joy, but it's going to come with a lot of obstacles and it's going to challenge the shit out of you. That's what it's for though. I really believe that. Don't you? You're I looking do. at me like, you're, no, I'm just like, oh. well, I'm listening and I'm, I'm, I'm deep in thought. And I, I absolutely agree with you. And I, I do also really want to stress is that how, how often are you actually getting inside your head and thinking, what is the story I'm telling myself here? Yeah. What, what am I, what am I, what am I actually self-sabotaging on? What am I actually not contributing to or just owning? And those are some really, really important questions, you know, and one of the, here's two things that I do at the end of every day. So there's three things, three, three questions I actually ask myself at the end of each day is, is, could I have given a fingernail more? And when I think about a fingernail more, I think about that in my marriage. I think about that in my businesses. I think about that and how I want to show up. The second thing I ask is, would I have joined what you offer as a client today? Mm -hmm. And the reason why I ask that is because if I'm showing up in my best version of how I want to show up in excellence and customer service, then I would want to join me every day. But it's so important to be reflective of that. And then the third thing I ask myself is, did you serve well today? Mm -hmm. Did you serve well today? And when I say, do you serve well, that means your family. That means yourself. That means your relationships. That means your careers. Did you serve well today? And what does that mean for you? That's meaty. That's mm -hmm. big stuff. But we want you to dig into what does that actually even mean for you? So often we, we look at what everybody else is doing and we, we really are, are, aware of what everyone else is doing, how everyone else is doing it. Have you stopped and actually figured out what do you want? What are you loving in your life right now? What's going really well in your relationship? What's mm -hmm. going really well in your career? And then you have a minute to take silence to just say, okay, and what's not? Have you sat with yourself? Have you given yourself permission to just think? I, th I, th I think it's, it's important though that, I think it almost, you have to preface it though with you and I have a belief system. I'm not talking about religion or anything like I'm talking about, we have a belief system that, cause some people may that I agree with you. And I think all those things are prominent and should be prominent. And you need to ask yourselves those questions, but for that to work for you to ask yourself, have I given all I could, could I, you know, to practice gratitude, right. To do all those things, whether you write them down in the morning at night, you ask yourself those three questions. Could I've served more? Could I've been better? That's all great. But I think the underlying belief for that to work, you almost have to have a belief system that what you actually put out there is going to come back to you, whether it's energy or goodwill. Like, like I'm a firm believer the more you improve, the more you change your energy, the more you push to achieve, conquer, grow, be a better friend, human, spouse, part, whatever that is, employee, the more you push that, the more that the, the good energy, I call it, that you create, you're going to attract better things in your life. I really believe that you're going to attract different types of people mm -hmm. that will be willing to help you. You want to attract positive, optimistic, abundant human beings fucking be that person. No, there, there, this is, and this is a belief system that I think we both share. It's one of the things that grounds us. So if you believe that, if I believe I can attract different things in people based on how I behave, fucking rights, I'm going to check how I behave. 
It's going to matter how I treat people. It's going to matter how I show up in my marriage. It's going to matter how I show up in every avenue of my life. If I believe what I put out there, I'm going to get that back. Mm -hmm. But if you don't believe that, then doing all those things won't really make much sense to you. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm going a little, I haven't even smoked uh, uh, any weed today, but I'm going pretty deep. <laughs> Not that I do that, but I know I'm getting pretty deep, but you, you, that, that, there has to be an underlying belief system that yeah, if agreed. you improve and, and put that out there, it's going to come back to you. And if you don't believe that. It's reciprocal. <laughs> excuse me? What did you just say? Recipro <laughs> reciprocal. Reciprocity? <laughs> yes. I think I just called it reciprocity. You but did. I did. Hello. Can you say it again? What is it? Recip reciprocity? Yes. Is that I, right? I can't pronounce things. You'll learn mm. that about me, but that is, it's what you give out, what you, you can't, you can't get what you don't give. Yeah. I love that. And, but that, but it's, it goes much deeper than just a, than just a, a quote on Instagram like that. You, no, I was meaning that. I like, know that, yeah. but for listeners, because it's like, oh, that's great. But no, it, I really believe that. I know you do too. And I think it's served its purpose in our life. Like it's, it's come true a lot yeah. of times. And you have to figure out and, you know, we'll end on this. Yeah. We'll end on this. But how can you shift from what do I get back? Mm -hmm. what's in it for me? Yeah. What do I get? Stop that shit. What if you don't get anything other than fulfillment and joy and peace and know that everything's coming back your way? Blessings are coming your way. So switch your thinking. Instead of saying, what do I get from this? Say, what can I give? What can I contribute? What can I learn that will change your life. It will change your life. It will change your relationships. You know, if you go into a relationship or a conversation with your spouse and you're expecting something back and you're mm. not just giving that love, yeah, dude, how's that working for you? Yeah. Right? So that's what we want to leave it on you with today. Abundance, baby. It's abundance. All abundance. It's all about abundance. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. You have been listening to the Fitz Life Unfiltered podcast with Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. Please share this with your friends, family, and everyone looking to level up in their life. Leave a review and smash the shit out of the subscribe button. All resources and contact info are in the episode notes. Thank you for listening.